What's up? I hope you all are having a happy holidays, and I hope you enjoy your Christmas and New Year's. Uh, this is your boy Enigma back with another episode of Mind of a Black Author. And I wanted to talk today about 13, which is a novel that came out earlier this year, and kind of give you a background of what this novel is about, my thought process, and just you know a couple of things there. So this was my first attempt at a young adult novel. And the thing about it is I am not a young adult person or a kid writer, so this was really probably a struggle of mine. But to really just kind of get something in the young adult category, I just really wanted to try it out, see how it worked. And to give you a background of the story, I actually wrote this story in 2006. Okay, so I was around 28 years old around there. So that's what, 16 years ago. So I was around 28 years old when I actually came up with this story. And... I think a lot of it was I was just probably in one of those depressive moods and my birthday was coming up and you just started to really feel like, man, if I could have changed some things back in life, I could have been doing this, that and this. You know, when you get to a certain age and maybe I was a little too young to be doing that because normally that's like a midlife crisis thing. (laughs) But I don't know, maybe I was just having a bad day and this story just dropped in my head and I just figured I have to write it. So when I wrote the story, I wrote it up as a movie script like I did all my writings back then and it was a real good moment you know it was a nostalgic moment because it brought me back to a time where I believe that I was happy and when you look at things like this and one of the the whole points of the story is no matter what time you're in you always think about life was always better or life could be better like we really struggle as a people to live into the moment. You know, at the time I was stressing about the job and things like that and probably said, you know what, life was so much easier when I was just a kid. And a lot of this book actually has a lot of true things that happened to me or happened, you know, it's exaggerated a little bit. Obviously I never was able to go back. So the premise of the book is there's a character whose name Xavier, his name was Keith in the Uh, original script and I changed it in the novel because I had already used the name Keith in one of my other novels. So his name is, let's just go by the new book. So his name is Xavier and he's stressing over his birthday coming because he's like, uh, just another year. The last time I was truly happy was when I was 13 years old. That's when I was living in, um, Colorado and, you know, after that, when he made 14 years old, he actually went to New Orleans and that's when life changed. It was a big culture shock to him. And these are all things that really happened to me in real life. I was 13 years old and, you know, you were in eighth grade and you just didn't realize it then. But then I moved to New Orleans, well, back to New Orleans because we are actually from New Orleans. Our family's from New Orleans. So anytime, you know, I was a army brat. So anytime we would always take a break, we'd always go back to New Orleans. And when I moved there, it literally was on my birthday when I turned 14. So as soon as I made 14, I was in New Orleans. So it follows the book to that aspect. And of course, New Orleans was a uh, culture shock. It was one of those things that, you know, dealing with different types of people than you were dealing with in the military. So life surely changed for me. So it was one of those things was like the character and 
I'm going to say probably me too. <laughs> really look back at it, it's like 13 was the last year that I enjoyed life. You know, it was the last year that I really enjoyed things without, you know, it was just totally different. Like when I moved to New Orleans, you know, there was no, the culture obviously is different. You're dealing with a lot of inner city kids and it was just something big for me, you know, now in Colorado and other like military places and like that, the schools are just like you see on TV, like on 90210 and say by the bell, you know, you have your smart kids, the nerds, you have your jocks, you have your cheerleaders, everybody kind of mingles in those different circles. Where in New Orleans, it had nothing to do with that. Yeah, we had jocks and cheerleaders and things like that, but it was all about what hood you from. That there were like, you know, two football players, if they were from fighting hoods, they, you know, disputing hoods, they're never going to be down for each other like you see in the TV shows. You know, it's a totally different thing. But yeah, in the dealing with the uh, hood mentality and the different things like that, dealing with the kids there, it was an eye opener. So I, I felt that. When I made 14, you know, my life changed because I was no longer a kid in my eyes anyway, because I had to change up my whole demeanor just to survive in a city that was, you know, a rough city. Just be honest with you. A lot of people didn't know about New Orleans until Master P started doing about it, about it. But yeah, New Orleans was just like New York, just like Chicago, just like L.A., just any inner city, Philadelphia. You know, that's how New Orleans was. So you take a kid who's from a certain aspect out in Colorado and you put him in there. It was a life changing moment, to say the least. So the character in the book, Xavier, he feels that way as well. And he just like, man, life was just good when I was 13 and have all this stuff to worry about. And so he gets a guy named Arnold, some mystical person who meets up with him and allows him to live his 13th year all over again and you know the obviously the character Xavier is like no I'm not doing this I've already gone through this and this you know but you know Arnold was like nope after he's made him 13 is no going back you're here for the year so he had to go to school again he actually had to do his school work again which he didn't do before <laughs> you know he was like he, at first he was just about to toss it out like no this is a life-changing thing what you do now will still affect you in the future and so he had to live his life differently but as a 13 year old, you fear a lot of things that as a, in this case, the character was, um, in the book, the character is probably around 40 years old, 40 some odd years old. And unlike in the script where he was around the age I was then about 28, 30 or roughly around there. So, you know, as a 40 year old, there's a lot of things in school that you're just not afraid of anymore. Like you're not afraid of bullies anymore you're not afraid of well at least most people aren't afraid of talking to girls anymore so there's a lot of things that he changed about himself in order to adjust to the times because he's just not fearful anymore you know fear basically keeps you in line on certain things and as a kid he was afraid of different bullies he didn't want to mess with different bullies and after living in new orleans he's like these guys aren't bullies let me show you some people in new orleans who are actual bullies <laughs> so you know, his whole demeanor changed because he's lived that adult. However, he is still, even though he kept his consciousness about how he was, you know, he's lived his life or whatever, he still is a kid. 
And so he's going through puberty. He's not understanding why his, his emotions are running the way they are, you know, and that's what makes the book just great. You know, he's able to eventually once he gave into it, he's able to live his 13th year again. I mean, because there's a lot of things like his friends weren't the best friends in the world. Like they weren't popular. They were maybe considered nerds in some aspects and they're playing, you know, uh, playing video games, um, trading football cards and things like that, that a 40 year old just would not do. These were the things to do back in those days. So just to kind of give you a, a background of it, this takes place in around 92. So that's when I initially went to, um, well, 91, 92, because I went to New Orleans in 92 um, on my birthday in 92. So, yeah, this takes place basically from July of 91 to July of 92. And so a lot of those childish games, you know, he would kind of push off on his friends like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. You know, and then he starts messing with uh, Imani, who is a girl that he would have never approached as a kid but he does now because again there's a lot of fears that are not around there you know he he's kind of uneasy with it at first because he's still a older mindset in a younger body but eventually he adjusts to the time frame and starts to enjoy life but as we all know with every type of change in life you know you were made the person you are from the good and the bad so when you alter that, you alter reality. And there are certain things like the different bullies who are used to winning these battles with any kid that they want. They have a problem with Xavier because Xavier's not backing down. And he's actually standing up to him, gets into a couple of fights to the point where it's a battle between him and Tony, who was the school bully at the time. So I'm not going to go into too much more of the story because I do want you to read it if you haven't read the book before. But what it does is... It's really, and I know we've all done this. We've all had a thought in our head, if I would have did this differently, how my life would have changed. We don't really realize a lot of times that the things that we went through made us who we are, but we always think of how could we have been better? You know, if I would have went to college and focused on college, would I have a degree? Would I be in a better situation in life? Or if I would have talked to this girl who's now married with children, would that have been me that would have been married with her with children? Or all kind of things like that. We all have those different thoughts in our head. So the story was he was allowed to live his 13th year because that's the year that he realized in his head that the last time he was truly happy, you know, it was the last time he was able to be a kid. He didn't have to worry about anything, you know, move to New Orleans. You had to change up your mindset. So, that's what the story is about. It's really just about living in the moment, realizing that once he got there, things weren't always that good there either. And there's a scene I'll talk about where him and Imani are watching little kids play. And Imani makes a comment about, you know, wow, it must be nice to be that young and not have a thought in the world. And uh, Xavier is like, what are you talking about? We, This is the time right now where life is good. And she starts talking about, not really, because there's a lot of things that we are facing, like, you know, there's um, pressure to have sex, pressure to do drugs, you know, trying to live up to different people, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Things that you worried about as a kid that didn't allow you to enjoy those times. So she's looking back as the young kids having fun playing. They're not having to worry about 
all the stresses of being a young adult and it really snaps into Xavier's head like, wow, I didn't think about it that way because you're always looking backwards like, wow, life was so good when this was happening. Life was so good when that was happening when you truly were miserable. <laughs> Probably, and I don't want to say miserable, but you really weren't enjoying life then either because you were always looking back or looking forward. You know, when you're a teenager, you're always looking forward like, man, I can't wait to... You know, I can get out the house, have my own job, spend my own money and do what I want to do until you do it. <laughs> and then years later, you're like, man, I wish I didn't rush growing up. <laughs> At least I do. I was like, good Lord. Once you every every month you pay that mortgage bill, you start to think about, oh, my God, I, why, why would I why was I rushing to do this? You know, so that's pretty much the mindset behind the actual storyline in this book Xavier goes through a lot of things and in 1991 he struggles to adjust initially but eventually he gets through it and then he gets knocks heads with the uh, big bully and there's things that can shape his future if they don't work out or pan out well so it was a fun book to write um again this is one of those books that gives me a lot of nostalgia there's a lot of truth to things in there like when um Xavier wakes up, he has this big poster of a Lamborghini, his old room and things like that. These are things that I actually had in my room. Um, you know, the way it's described, the place where he was living was on an army base. And it was so crazy because I actually went to Colorado this year just to kind of get that nostalgia feeling. Now, I couldn't go on the army base, obviously, but I was able to go to the neighborhood we lived in before the army base and just kind of really realize that things are so much smaller. <laughs> when you're a kid, like even when I hold a football card, like from that era, the football cards look so small now, but you got to realize that you were younger, you were shorter, you were a lot thinner in my case. And a lot of things that you just kind of dream of as a kid, it just really changes your aspect because life's changed. You know, we've went through a whole bunch and that person that used to, play on the playground at school and things like that he doesn't live here anymore he's a totally different person and just really this book brought me back to a time and place where I thought life was a lot better and really if I sat down and really thought thought this out life you know as a kid there was a lot of different struggles and yeah there was pressures on you know, drugs and things like that, even at that age. And you did have the older kids who were always bullying. And, it, it, you know, a lot of this stuff really wasn't ideal for a kid. Now, for a person who goes back as an adult, it's nothing. You know, like if I went back and had to live my 13th year over again, oh, it'd be nothing. I mean, I would enjoy the energy of life because Lord knows when you hit your 40s, that energy starts to seep away. <laughs> But yeah, living at 13, it would not bother me because hell, I don't have no bills to pay. All I have to do is sit there and just watch TV, play video games and trade football cards. And you know, that type of stuff sounds boring now because I'm an adult, but you know, sometimes you just want to disconnect from the world. But yeah, that whole socialization as a young adult, that is a big aspect of makes us who we are in life. And I think that the character Xavier really forgot the stresses about that because he's thinking about his life now you know he's depressed that his birthday's coming 
He's, you know, it's just another year. He's not happy. A lot of bad things happened to him. His father passed away years earlier. Then he had to deal with uh, Hurricane Katrina, um, you know, and then he moved to Chicago in the book. Um, oh, did I mention Chicago? Yeah, I think I did mention Chicago in the book. I'm, I'm trying to see if I'm mixing up the script with the uh, book, but... Yeah, he moved to Chicago, and it's just like his life has just been stressful. He was working at a call center, which at the time when I was 28, yeah, I was working in call centers. And, and if you've never worked at a call center in life, that is a mentally draining job because the stress of dealing with people, especially rude people, it just kills you, to be honest with you. And that's probably why I wrote the script the way it was. I was just stressed out. I was just tired of dealing with rude people. I was tired of dealing with... People fussing about their bills or fussing about their service, and I had nothing to do with it. All I'm here to do is just answer your questions. You get cussed out on a daily, and you just start to look back <laughs> and wonder, where did my life go wrong? When was the last time that I was just actually happy? And in the case of the character, and possibly me, you're looking at when you, when um. I mean, 13 years old, and that's where this book comes from. So it's really a book. It has a lot of different things and challenges that I faced as a young adult. And, you know, the, the friends that are depicted in there, they are legitimate people. Even Imani is a legitimate, based off a legitimate person from back then. Tony is based off a legitimate person back then, although the Tony that I remember wasn't as bad of a bully as that. He was just kind of a hothead, so to speak, but it was just putting him as a bully to kind of make things um, flow well. And then some of the things that he went through, the character Xavier, like when he was at the cafeteria, he's like, man, they have pizza and high C. This was the type of stuff that they served us at lunch. Far cry from the difference that we got in New Orleans. And I'm talking about Pizza Hut pizza, not just regular, you know, flat cheap pizza we actually had the option to buy pizza hut pizza in that uh school so i don't know it was just a big culture shock and i always wanted to kind of detail that but i wanted to do it in a way that it wasn't a true story so to speak but just a way that i can really if i ever read this book again just sit back and just reminisce on those times and just reminisce when times were just different and when everything would just seem so easy to me so but yeah, that's basically the book. Um, 13, it is available. You can get it uh, via hardcover. You can get it via paperback. Or you can download it on Kindle, however you want to do it. It is available for those who are looking. And also, if you're in the DFW area, you can pick it up at the Docs Bookshop out there in Fort Worth. Or you can just hit me up and I will give you a copy. I will even sign it for you. But it is a good tale to really reminisce about that time. So if you were around in the early 90s, there's going to probably be a lot of reminiscing on things. Well, depends on your life, though. I was an army brat. So if you're from the hood, yeah, some of it probably won't touch you because you're like, that ain't how the early 90s was for me. Well, this is how the early 90s was for me. So I put a lot of heart and soul into this. So any questions you may have about how this book came across, 
or different things that happen, I will be glad to answer. But it is a five-star rating as of right now on Amazon. It seems like the people who did read it enjoyed it. I got a lot of feedback on this. And it, like I said, it's for young adults, but it actually will read for us middle-aged folks too because you really get to go back in time and just think about where what would you have done? Like if you had the chance to relive your 13th year would you do the same thing or would you change some things let me know your thoughts in the comments on that because i'd be happy to hear what things you would change to hope that the outcome and keep in mind i know a lot of people like oh yeah i'd have the lottery numbers and start betting okay so you're 13 you can't do any of that <laughs> and then the character didn't realize he was going back he just kind of woke up one day and oh my god i'm 13 you know so it's not like he had a chance to plan for this but um, anyways, again, it's your boy Enigma signing off. I hope you enjoy your holiday. Wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Deuces.